Hello and welcome to Barbara's Podcast. This is the show for women, all about health, nutrition, and wellness. It's the show that will empower you and inspire you to create a healthier lifestyle. I'm Barbara Carafocus, and I'm excited to introduce Dawn Simmons, who is a writer, thinker, and coach behind the First Aid for Stress and MIGA Therapy. Welcome, Dawn. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. It's lovely to be here. You mentioned struggling with various forms of stress, including ME, burnout, toxic relationships, and physical pain. How did these challenges influence the development of the tools and techniques you now offer? Well, you know, even from an early age, when I started my A-levels, I was very interested in the human body and how it worked. And when I studied psychology, I had a lot of input and also a lot of questions. And as my life developed, um, I developed uh, ME uh, and uh, fibromyalgia. I also experienced the anxiety and depression, and I also had thyroid cancer, as well as being a busy mum. And um, life, life is, is crazy when you've got three children. But when I literally completely burnt out and was collapsed for 18 months, I had to understand what was going wrong in order to begin to put it right. And for me, taking prescription medication um, wasn't the the long-term solution, short-term perhaps, but certainly not the long-term solution. And I recognised that I needed to make great changes um, to pretty much everything in my life. And that's what I did. And it's been really helpful because the ideas that I've had about how the body and mind work, um, I've been able to test my theories with my own clients throughout the last 20 years and saw that there was massive common denominators for us all. And that if we were to address these common denominators, that actually life would be a lot more simple um, and a lot more quiet, both mentally and physically. You know, our body is a barometer to the quality of our thinking. So if we're stressed and anxious or uh, depressed, Obviously, that affects the way that our body mechanics is working. It affects the chemicals. It affects the muscles. And before we know it, we can be feeling really unwell. And it can seem like we've got a plethora of symptoms and no idea of actually what to do. And that's what the first aid for stress was devised for. Uh, a simple um, a simple program, whether you self-study or whether you work with me in, in, in the group or in person, but it's a step-by-step -step supported guidance. Try this. If this works, then keep doing it. If it doesn't, try this, try this, try this. So there's loads of different options. There's some really strong foundational information that once you know, you can't unknow. And they basically build your fortification, your resilience, and things just improve in time. And I never would have thought that it was possible. And I've helped so many other people. And I thought... Can I can I help myself? Can this really work for me? And over the last um, 10 years, particularly, it has been life changing and it's built something within me that I haven't slid back, even when things have got completely out of hand. Um, 
the symptoms that I would have experienced previously um, aren't there. They, I might experience them short term, but A, I know what they are. B, I know I can do something about it and it will pass. And it does. And um, so it builds great confidence. And it, uh, that that's what allows me to come forward and say, you know what, guys, there are solutions for for, for most things that we are experiencing. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, research done out there that most diseases, you know, um, do stem from stress, you know, 80% of it. Uh, I would like to ask you, what are the key components and the underlying principles that guide your approach in the first aid for stress program? As you rightly said, stress is the cause for so many diseases and and, and science finally is coming forward with that um, to, to catch up with that notion because a lot of us have felt that for a very, very long time. I think that stress, that the biggest thing is that stress is doesn't actually exist. That sounds a bit crazy, maybe. And um, a lot of us experience it, but stress in itself is a disease. What we're actually doing is we are taking situations and we're playing them out in our mind and we're looking into the future and projecting and we're looking back to the past and worrying. And rather than staying in the here and now and being proactive and clear uh, in a place where there's solutions or nothing to do, um, we cause our body to feed our mind and our brain, and this creates that continual loop. And it's a bit like putting your foot on the pedal of the accelerator of a car and not changing gear and just, just carrying on pressing down, down, down. And yes. before we know it, something's going to something's going to fail. I say that the body is um, your car. And you're the driver, but actually you're driving it from afar, not actually in person. And I think that for me, the concept of understanding that we're more than just our body and mind and that there is something else. And it's that that invisible somethingness of what's behind it, whether we call it soul, whether we call it energy, whether we call it God, whatever we're going to call it, that that's our real self. And the more that we connect to that, where we have that, you know, infinite stillness and peace and wisdom, if more we can't connect to that as opposed to being in our body, then that's the place to work from. And the more we connect to that, the more we learn to connect to that and we continue to connect to that. So things just drop away. I believe that so, in, in, I was going to say, in the busy lifestyle modern living, um, people get caught up in the rat race and they become very disconnected from their body, whereas our body can be an excellent barometer of what's happening in our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when we get caught up, it's the, it's the mental activity. To me, I say to people, the body should be the thing that's moving and the mind should be the thing that's still. And quite often in modern day life, it's reversed and it causes a lot of problems. And I think that um, body work, massage particularly, is very useful because it's actually cleaning out the body. It's 
it's letting go of the tensions that are offering up the recipes of the previous stresses. It's letting go of the chemical recipes. It's letting go of everything. And that in itself helps to quieten the mind and feel relaxed. And of course, if we're quieter and quieter in our mind and feeling more mentally and physically relaxed, we're our IQ is in a different place. Yes. We're making classier choices. Yes. Um, what have you got any tools or tips for our listeners for like allevi- alleviating stress, uh, changing mm. our perceptive or our thoughts or the way we may look at a situation? Um, a technique or two? Oh goodness, there's so many that I use. I think that I think that if we're getting really anxious um, and really stressed out, focusing on our breath is the simplest and most effective thing to do. Because at the end of the day, that's all we've got. If we watch that breath go in and out, um, and we're putting our focus on that. That is a a great, great start. I think remembering that what we're experiencing is basically a thought field and that when we've got entangled into either a negative or positive um, aspect, our thoughts will, will merely reflect what our body is feeling up or down. So you know, it's only got so many feelings, it's only got so many sensations and the same feelings for fear or trepidation are exactly the same for anticipation and excitement. So it's very much about really reading the room, really, are you in the now? Are you in the here and now? Or are you in a load of mental activity? Um, Breathing is great. Tapping is very good. EFT with the with the tapping points, because that will help to to balance the body. I think taking time out if you're if you're having a difficult moment or a difficult conversation, it's about just going going to the bathroom or 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 just getting out of that situation and recentering and grounding yourself. I find Um, that for me, I take a walk um, to the park. You know, a little walk Perfect. in the park, even if it's 10 minutes, it's. Uh... And take your shoes off and allow the allow your body to function as it's supposed to. You know, we've got 7000 nerve endings on each foot. So to have a rubber sole on the bottom of our actual foot is crazy because it's not actually allowing the flow of the energy to go back into the earth. So when we're walking barefoot, it's wonderful listening to some music. Just anything really, just taking that time out and getting that headspace is really important. And as I said to me, I think um, Reiki or body work is is super, super important. Yes. I'm struggling with my sleep at the moment. I wake up a couple of times a night. Um, I don't know if it's menopause or if it's a mixture of things. And I have I know a lot of people that struggle with their sleep. Do you, you know, have any tips for that or something that you could help people who who struggle and don't sleep very well or restless sleep? It's a a common thing and it's one of those things that um, there's sort of stages to, if we've been stressed out for a while, there's stages 
we go through and I think insomnia and, and difficulty staying asleep is one of them. So there's loads of ideas really and I guess it depends on whether you're menopausal or not because if you're menopausal my uh, my advice would be go and uh, go to YouTube and look up uh, Mind Mindy Peltz okay. or get the um, menopause reset book that she's done it's wonderful. If it's um, I think if you're having problems sleeping a lot of the times if you're worried before you go to bed get a piece of paper write down everything that you're going to do tomorrow and just write down anything that's going through your head right now and just basically brain dump it. I always listen to um, a meditation before I go to bed. I've got my own meditations that I recorded and I listen to those. It's a complete body relaxation and then quietening the mind. And I mean, I've got several of my clients that listen to it and say that they've never actually heard the end of it because they're completely asleep by that point. I think the obvious things like um, uh, ditching coffee or alcohol, um, not drinking coffee after lunchtime, um, not having the um, carbs uh, and sugars later on in the day because obviously they affect our insulin and our sleep. Um, obviously blackout blinds and, and all of those sort of things. But I think the, the biggest thing I think is actually to release the tension and, and reset your body before you go to sleep. And if there is something worrying you, you know, is it something that's really important? Is it going to be something that's going to be important next year in 10 years time? You know, put things into perspective. If it is going to be something that's important and you need to look at it, then just spend 10 minutes just thinking, what do I need to do to get this solved? And it's like looking at really hard facts. I always say when it's um, when it's um, something important, to really look at it, treat it like a business transaction. What is the end result and how do I get there? And if you don't know how to get there, then reach out to somebody that can help you. There's always step-by-step -step incremental things that you can do. Well, thank you. I think I'll be applying um, definitely the, the tip regarding writing it all down, because I think that's what happens when you lie down, you put your head on the pillow and you get all these Busy, busy, busy thought, yeah. The other thing to try is um, just noticing the thought. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to bed and you're going to sleep. So these thoughts are meaningless. So just notice it as it comes up. You know, we have to remember that um, the thoughts are just like clouds passing in the sky. They're just, if we pay attention to them, then we're going to, we're going to, our attention is going to be drawn to them and we're going to follow them across the sky. We're going to give meaning to them. But when we ignore those thoughts, it's just like, oh, that's a thought about that. That's a thought about that. And look for that space between the thoughts. Remember that we're the sky. We're not the clouds. Endless, infinite. And get into that what I call NDS space, that neutral default setting space. And if you'd like, you can try my meditation. You could go to my website, firstaidforstress.com, and um, sign up and you can get the the introduction to NDS, which will give you a full body relaxation and a way to just ignore those those thoughts. It's really helpful. I do use that, to be honest, uh, listen to meditation. Um, and it does it does really help. I so I've always been very lucky in the respect that I live in a beautiful place called Cornwall um, in the UK. 
and I'm in a very rural place. So I've always had very clean food in the respect that it's been locally grown, homegrown, um, you know, local meat, local fish, local dairy products. So I guess I've always eaten a, a really clean um, diet. Yeah. Yes, I've overeaten on sugary things and that sort of thing. But there have been there have been changes um, that I've had to make and I've tested and I've trialed for a while. Does this work? And, I, and I've sort of given it two, three months and then no, that doesn't work. And then so it, it is I think nutrition is really important if you're eating lots of processed foods and lots of takeaways and and lots of junky sort of things. I think it's really important because at the end of the day, it's all chemicals that we're ingesting or consuming. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's not been something that I've dived down. But on saying that, it is. So with the first aid for, for stress program, I've got a an eight area wheel. I call it the healing wheel. Yes. And you literally pick one area at a time to work through. And there's a hundred things, a hundred things to do on that that um, wheel. And so when you first when you first do your your first wheel, you can see exactly areas that are really empty or much fuller, and you can choose the area. So the nutrition area is an area that I haven't really hit that much. But with the menopause, what I've noticed is that I've put on weight, and which was why I'd got this menopause re reset book from Mindy Peltz. Yeah. Um, and it's talking about um, the intermittent fasting. And it's yeah. something that I'd realised that I've done for years just because I've been busy with work um, and, and children and, and the times of eating was very slim. So I never had a diet, a, a weight issue, but I have had more recently. And I've kind of I noticed that my eating habits have changed or, or, or times of eating and that I'm probably eating much more over the day. And it's had a had an impact. So it is something. And I think particularly when we're menopausal, we have to look at a lot of um, avenues as to, you know, the changes in the oestrogen, progesterone, how that's affecting our weight, how it's affecting our sleep. And like I said, I go to the experts um, with that, you know, and um, that Mindy Pearls, I think, is is the one. Absolutely brilliant. Love her book. Really? I'll look her up yeah. as well. And she's got a great YouTube. You don't have to. She's got a really, really good YouTube channel. So you don't have to buy her book. So that's um, if you prefer to watch. Thinking about um, uh, one of the things actually that, that I suggest with people is um, calcium and magnesium. Yeah. Both both for um, for sleep issues yeah, and great for menopause as well. Yeah. Um, magnesium is the nature's tranquilizer and obviously calcium is, is wonderful too um, and helps us to balance. And a lot of people say zinc as well. So those will be the three minerals that I would suggest looking into and, and putting into your diet for, as I said, I think with, with anything with diet, you have to give it time to sort of fill in the gaps um, in your system to get to an optimum balance to see if it's really the, the thing for you. And I think when we're stressed, um, the body heavily utilizes vitamin C um, in the stress process. And, and that's why or one of the reasons why we get um, more prone to infections. Yeah. Um, so I always say 
plenty of vitamin C when when in, in your really stressy times. So I think that's important. In closing, how could someone reach out to you and contact you? Would you like to share your website or any other socials on Instagram? Yes, um, please do contact me. Um, uh, I've got a wonderful um, Instagram page, uh, which is First Aid for Stress. Um, my website is first hyphen aid hyphen for hyphen stress dot com um, and my email is dawn at marga m-a-g-a dash therapy dot com and marga is the cornish word for nurture nourish and feed and that's my um that's my studio and that's my overall brand name but first aid for stress is uh, a strand of that that's um, something that I very much enjoy doing. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Barbara, for inviting me. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Barbara's podcast. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or e-courses. Celebrate life and see you at the next episode.